When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wherever she goes, I go. Good morning. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ Tuesday, the 14th of Feb. And it's a very, very special day today. Ooh, you know what day it is. It's a day where you should be spoiling that loved one of yours. So I know you forgot. <laughs> Louis surprised he's forgot. Kempi never forgets never, Valentine's ever, mate, Day, Kempi, eh? <laughs> you were right on it this morning. I was like, Kempi, just another day, isn't it? Just let you just, just to let you know. I'm telling you right now, Daisy's lying in bed waiting for you to take her a coffee this morning, son. <laughs> Are you that secret Valentine she's been waiting for? Ooh, who knows? Well, I I just I had to do a pretty special thing last night, lads. Look, I don't know. And welcome back, Louis. Louis Herman Watt back in the house. He's down in Christchurch. He's in another studio down here. Feel like you're close, but you're far. It's crazy, but anyway, welcome back, mate. How you doing? <laughs> hey, boys. Jeez, that is honestly. I mean, you know this because I have mentioned nothing in our rundown about Valentine's Day. There's every sort of sport. There's the color of the Gatorade. I completely bl- I blanked on that one. So that's a good start. <laughs> it's a good. It's just another day in my household. Anyway, have you boys heard of sleep paralysis? Where you can't Sleep get paralysis. out of bed. Yeah, you know, when you I've never got, I never get it, but my wife gets it all the time. And you, you kind of sleep, but you're awake, you know, like, and you can't move your body, and there's someone out there. Anyway, my, Daisy gets it. Daisy gets it. And I always tend to wake up. So I woke up, and, she, and like, all I could hear was, like, this is Daisy just trying to get out of her body, like, <laughs> but she couldn't move. It's, it's pretty it's scary. I shouldn't be laughing. Like, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy because she's like lying there and she's like, uh, uh, and then I like have to like kind of grab her and then that kind of helps her release her out of it. So that happened last night and it was pretty um, crazy. So she, and then she gets all freaky and freaked out and apparently this, yeah, you got spirits and, and little things going around and I don't know, mate, I'm not really spiritual at all, but some people get it, some people don't. It's, um, it was pretty crazy. So there you go. That can be my Valentine's gift for her. Last night, I saved her from 
uh, paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> what a random start to the morning. What, anyway. what in a brother. What in a, that's, a good, that's a great start. That one there. Good old Daisy. She can rely on you. That's what Valentine's uh, are about, brother, is to make, make sure that the person that you love, you can just count on and... I gotta say, Izzy, I know Daisy can count on you, brother, and she's probably waiting for you still to bring that coffee in later on this morning. <sighs> oh, she ain't getting no coffee from me. She ain't getting no coffee. From me. <laughs> Louie, Louie, how you been anyway, mate? What have you been up to? And you, how's your tooth? How's your mouth? How's your? How's everything? The move down south. How's the life? Yeah, uh, it feels like it's been ages, boys, because I had the, those teeth that need to get ripped out, and so got that sorted uh, straight after Karaka sales, and then. We um, wrapped everything up here, saw Kempe and the boys down at the viaduct for a few jars, which was awesome, and um, wrapped everything up in Auckland just in time for Gabrielle, and jumped in the barina and smacked every pothole on the desert road possible, <laughs> um, and then eventually made it down and saw Shannon's family in Carpety and, and saw some good punting lads down there, stopped in with John O'Benner and told him he was a terrible tipster, and Holly Wynyard does all the work. And then carried on down to Christchurch, and yeah, now just here in the new surroundings, back in the O3 in Crusader Country, is he? And re- went up the um, Harry Owls track yesterday just to get a good look at the the place, and yeah, it's good to be back. But just settling in, so I'm, I'm stoked to be back here. It feels like it's been a while. Yeah, settling in into the big smoke and down in Otatahi Christchurch, and plenty going on. And I don't know if you you remember, but Kimpy's been on an absolute heater lately. He's been taking the love racing little part of our show to the next level. He picked five straight tips, five straight tips, and they all paid about five bucks, mate. And everyone on the show was losing the plot. Kevin from Titaranga, I reckon, wants to leave his partner and come moving with Kempe. He was that excited. No, Kevin, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm, um, I saw, and I'm... So glad that it was Kempe, not not Joe tipping. So that's the first thing. That's great. <laughs> and then I just think it's outstanding. I saw um the Cambridge Synthetic. You put, you tipped this thing. The name escapes me. And I looked at it for so long, and I was like, oh, Louisa, Louisiana man, that one. Ben Foot, I think. That and was. I was like. And I took you on in the race, and I was like, I don't know how he's found this. And you've bloused me, and I've gone off <laughs> Honestly, and I've, the worst thing about this, I'll put a lock on my account, so I can't, I can't tip. And yesterday I thought I'd won one in the Super Bowl, but old um, Devontae, old Devontae Smith just had to fall over the line, and I would have won, and he went out, and the, but they got a... A rushing touchdown. I was jumping up and down for you too. As soon as he threw that pass, <laughs> as soon as he threw it, I went, he's open. He's <laughs> wide open. And he catches it and falls over the side. I was like, oh, Izzy will be pulling his hair out here. How I did was he pulling not my get over? hair out, mate. Honestly, I just needed that one to just happen. And, and I was home and hose and I wanted the Chiefs to win. But uh, anyway, that's punting. And there was a couple of other punts out there I saw as well that were some nice juicy odds. I think Philadelphia to lead at half time and the Kansas City City Chiefs to win. And there was another one, uh Travis Kelsey to score and the Kansas City to win. And Kansas City to win was twelve bucks. 
So there you go. There was someone. There was some good odds out there to boot. And just on that, Kempi, what do we got today, mate? We got a big show. We got. We have Vizzy coming up after seven. We'll catch up with Gavin Casey out of the Northern Hemisphere to talk some rugby. Then seven forty, we'll head up to Kansas City to the Chiefs to talk to radio host Stephen St. John about Casey's win yesterday. After eight, we head back down under and jump on board the Sale GP and chat to Josh Jr. about the upcoming event in Crosshurch, which we'll be at, hey, Louis, look, which is really good. We're looking forward to that. We'll see who cleaned up yesterday on the Super Bowl with Paulie Moari and, of course, talk Pillow to Post effort of the week. There's a couple. That and much more is coming up. Beautiful, big show, yeah, we're going to have all the reaction to that yesterday's Super Bowl, it was a great, probably one of the great games, the great halftime shows and there was plenty happening, so double eight, double three, just quickly, I need to remind you that it is Valentine's Day, so don't don't forget, get up, what have you got sorted for Valentine's Day, or is it just another day, because in my household, I keep saying it, you know, Every day is Valentine's Day in my household, so there you go. I hope you have a good day. <laughs> it just could be. Oh, it is. It is. It's every day in this house. That Super Bowl, we'll probably have to go down and we'll find the grace. And we heard in um, Aroha's news, there was an $800,000 investment into the surface at, at Arizona State Farm uh, Stadium. And they, they rolled it out every single day to get some sunlight on it to continue to grow. But, man... It goes both two ways here, lads. It goes two ways here. You, you got to put a lot of you know a lot of the spotlight on the park and turf itself, but then on the other flip side, you've actually got to take some accountability here. Some of those players, I don't know the ruling around the cleats, mm. but some of them are wearing molds and and no sprigs at all. So you can understand why they're slipping over. Might you know, like it's blowing like, up. Yeah, Steve Hansen, well, we're, yeah, we're playing in um, Forsyth Bath here and you're probably all going to get really excited and wear your moulds, but just understand it's a different surface, mm. so wear your sprigs. Simple. And you won't, spr- you won't, you won't you know, slip over. So, yeah, I can understand the frustration there, but you've just got to take a bit of accountability and get it done. But what a performance and what a game. What a game. Ooh. We went to Melbourne back in 2000 and, uh, 2001 and played Melbourne for the to make the eight that year. We... We beat him in Melbourne and made the eight for the first time, and it was under the roof. Um, mm. it, it, it is it Etihad Stadium, I think they call it, that one yep, in Melbourne? Yeah, it's Marvel now. And we talked to the groundsman, yep. and he said, because of the roof, the grass could never take properly. And it was just, honestly, it was like a patchwork quilt, the, the, the whole pitch. And wherever you ran, there were just holes everywhere. And I was watching that yesterday, that game, the uh, Kansas City, Philadelphia, and I just brought back the memories. I thought, man, these guys have got the first of all. I thought the same thing as you got the wrong boots on. Do you see that shot at halftime when they had all the boots on that? Um, I think it was a water mm. water station, and they rushed out and, and changed and put the sprigs on. You did right. One of the first things I learned was your toolkit. You know, I remember, remember coach saying to me, "Does a builder go to work without a hammer?" Yeah. And he said, get down to the sports store and buy yourself some sprigs. Because back in my day, you had one pair of boots and you had short sprigs or long sprigs. You didn't have moulds. Um, yeah. So he said, get down to the get down to um, Keith sports store and buy yourself some long sprigs. And I was the first time I thought about it. None of those guys have got sprigs on, man, because they wouldn't be slipping if they had them in. Yeah, I think it makes for a fair case, isn't it, Louis? Like just, you, you, gotta, you, can go, you can go both Ooh. ways, but take some accountability here. Do you think they would have had a captain's run, is he? Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. But look, we, uh, I don't know too much about um, 
NFL where they go into the captain's run, but you, you'd assume that they'd go and do a walk the park and, and get a bit more of a f- your foot under the... When you're playing the biggest game of the year, you go and walk the field and, and get an understanding of what's going on for sure, surely. Well, you'd, you'd, you'd certainly hope so because that's like stuff you just don't want to leave mm. to chance. I mean, the whole Super Bowl, it just every... Every year it reminds you how big the scale is. Like, everything. The anthem, the flyover, the stadium, the corporates, the halftime show, the uh, Nick Sirianni's tears streaming down his face. Like, you, you get a sense of how big it is. So all of a sudden you wouldn't want to leave it to something as small as having the wrong cleats, would you? Nah, nah, you don't want to leave that to, to that be the problem why you lose the game. Or Look, that game was phenomenal. You know, when it goes to 38-35, we had um, Gerard Waitley on yesterday and he was talking about the game and, and saying it's going to be a high-scoring affair, and it was, and it was. And it went down to that little moment. The moment that has been debated plenty was that moment in the second half. CJ Gardner-Johnson got called for holding, and many have come out and sprayed that decision, but CJ Gardner-Johnson actually owned it and said he held him, and the decision that was made was the right one. So that what, what was your take on that call, fellas? In the last nine minutes, the call that probably mm. defined the Super Bowl. Well, I don't think it was just that one. I, I think maybe two or three calls he could have uh, could have gone either way. That, that, that fumble, I personally, I thought it was a fumble mm. when they called it back. Um but big, big moments that, you know, and it comes down to big moments, doesn't it? Like the, the Kadarius Tony carry for the longest uh, kick return to get them back down there, Kansas City back down there. The fumble from um, um, Hertz in the first half that, that got Kansas City back in the game. I think those were two, two big plays that probably cost uh, Philadelphia the game. Mm. The, the, this game... Like this, these quarterbacks, you think of the quarterbacks and, and the game that they had. You had Patrick Mahomes who, in that second quarter, we thought he was gone. We thought he was gone. He's out. High ankle sprain. He re, he, uh, re, he ruptured, like he redid it and got it, you know, had to go off and, and get some medical attention. And then you had uh, Jalen Hurts who fumbled it and uh, threw, threw a few touch, uh, TDs, and then had to come back and fight through. He ran, rushed for three TDs. So you think of what those guys have had to go through and the performance that they put on it out there. Like, Jalen Hurts will probably go down for the a quarterback that probably had the most polished performance mm. out there to never win a Super Bowl. <laughs> so, he was, to never win a Super Bowl. I, mm. Look, I was just taken um, by both quarterbacks. I thought it was like watching a movie, how good they both were. Jalen Hurts and and Patrick Mahomes um, when they came came out both times behind that uh, that offense that they had and just waltzed down the field to score touchdowns. It was it was such a good game to watch.